0: Hello, this is a Drawing Matter podcast produced by Machine Books. The exhibition, Disappear Here on Perspective and Other Kinds of Space, is showing at the RIBA in London. It's a new commission by Sam Jacob Studio, which uses drawings from the archive of the RIBA and Drawing Matter to explore the different meanings of perspective and purposes of its deployment. These podcasts are conversations between the curator, Sam Jacob, and those who he feels can help illuminate the subject. The first conversation is between Sam and Kent Rawlinson, head of collections and public programmes at the RIBA. Sam begins by explaining his process of researching for the exhibition in the RIBA collection.
1: I guess like my investigation started on the internet. So just like you kind of can't just get trying to get a, a kind of a handle on the breadth and the and what what was in it, and trying to find I guess a few ways in. You know, first by just like you know, names, people I thought might be suspects uh, that might lead to something good and then through kind of association so that was the kind of, the first thing was like how to just breach the sheer quantity and having done that then kind of switching from looking at things on a screen to looking at things in the flesh as it were and I think that of course is re- it's really different so yeah then a lot of time Sifting through, calling up box after box after box, it must have annoyed the, um, <laughs> the conservators so much. Um, and and just leafing through things was was really uh, really incredible. And the sort of some of the collections are, are so big. So with you know with Luchins, for example, there's just so much stuff. And so there's a sort of real visceral excitement in in. Going th- sifting through this stuff, it's a bit like um, uh, you know looking through a junk shop. In a very I don't mean to make that a rude no, way, but, but I think in
2: particular the Luptons archive is wonderful because he does so much of his thinking in letters and notes. Yeah. So you're never you're never or very rarely getting an, an isolated drawing or an isolated mm. plan. It's much more sort of chaotic and much more personal, mm. and that's what I think particularly it's unusual at that sort of period. Yeah, I
1: mean, even the, the Lutyens drawing that we have is, is drawn on, you know, his letter-headed uh, paper. And, you, you know, I kind of imagine that he's maybe just drawing it while he's on the phone or something like that. Like it's, it's, it's got this sort of, like, part of everyday life quality to it like, as life was occurring. And that's
2: really interesting in the context of perspective because quite a lot of the drawings that we have are naturally quite mechanical mm-hmm. because there's this mechanical nature to the perspective whereas his perspective although it's so important to him is not it's really loose and free and sketch-like yeah. um, but still incredibly powerful um, so yeah no, he's yeah, so interesting in terms of how he works Can I ask you what surprised you most about our collections? The
1: surprise I think was first of all the breadth like so many things that I'd never really heard of or never, never seen before and then um, with some of the kind of bigger uh, collections, it's, it's, it's just the kind of, yeah, more the kind of, you see you see the life of an architect or you see the life of an office as represented through the drawings and less kind of, in, in a less precious way than you know here is the fabulous drawing by the amazing acclaimed architect. So it's that kind of way of seeing into a form of practice, or a way of thinking, or a kind of position, or you know whatever it might be. But sometimes the sometimes the the you know opening up a folder would be you would see really like through someone's whole career. You'd see their student drawings. You'd, you'd see them kind of graduate to houses, and then you'd see them you know, kind of running a big office. And something like that is really. Really surprising. Did that cause you to reflect on your own practice and perhaps your own archive or archives? Well, I tell you what, both Rebus Collection and Drawing Matter Collection have certainly made me realise what it means to construct an archive um, and what it is that someone might be looking for in the future and what might be considered to be you know, what you know what what might someone might want to show and the importance perhaps of the original. And I think that's probably a much more complex issue now when there you know, kind of there is no original. Like you know the the, the copy of a digital file is the, the same as the original digital file. The print is the print and could be made at any yeah. moment. And something about the kind of the the sort of artifacts or the aura of the things which we were looking at and kind of looking for meant that you know we we felt we couldn't have a repro- we couldn't reproduce something we couldn't reprint something I think partly it's the context of the show where so much of the kind of the setting for the drawings is sort of artificial in a sense so the drawings stand for the kind of the reality which was perhaps a kind of reversal yeah. of the normal state of things where the the building is the reality and the drawing is the kind of cipher for for that
2: but you're saying that you started with famous names which is absolutely one way to get into the archive and in fact our archive online sort of reva picks invites you to sort of put the name of an architect on it um but you ended up with quite a number of images in the or drawings in the collection which are anonymous or sort of much more sort of Mm day-to-day and sort of how did that how did you go on that journey well
1: i mean having spent a lot of time in in the collection a lot of people were passing by and said oh have you, uh, you seen one of, have you seen this or calling up yet yeah, another box but uh, you know it's also there's something about the way this selection was made which was yeah we and I think I came at it through names I came at it through subject matter so you can you know, on the Reba picks, you can select uh you know, a dr- particular kinds of drawing that you can, I think you can say, I mean, I like, like, you know, typed in perspective. So, in the we same way... We make it
2: too easy. In a,
1: <laughs> yeah, but I think there's something, I mean, there's, there's definitely something about the way things are catalogued and then the way that they're accessed. So, that, I mean, it produces, it produces accidents. Accidents of how something's been tagged and accidents of what you might be searching for, In this, you know, just in the same way that that Google Images does, and so maybe there's something about like the way this show deals with it, because it, it's not necess- it's not really interested in time, it's not really interested in people, it's not really interested in subject matter. It's interested in something which is the, about the the kind of the way in which the drawing was was made, which means that it cuts across. know kind of areas of expertise it cuts across genres it cuts across um uh media um and so in that sense maybe a kind of uh, the sort of random interrogation which is both from a from a database but also from anecdotes from you know from from the you know, passers-by who would say, ah, oh, you really should be looking at whatever, um, gives it that, you know, is, is entirely appropriate for the, way of, you know, for, the, for the way in which
2: this show works. One of the key things we've been trying to do with this show, but also some of our other shows, is to find people who can give us a different perspective on our collections, in particular to draw the links between them. So one of the great things about this show is having not only the drawings, but also the theory of perspective as represented both in words and images in our rare books collection. And in fact, some of that material is the oldest material in our collection. And then you see the practice coming out of it through the drawings themselves. And in terms of thinking about favorite things in an exhibition, which is always a bit unfair, I think. Um, but what's lovely about this for me is that it has within it one of my already favorite items from the collection, which is this wonderful sort of early 16th century German book, which I'm not going to try the German on. I'm going to make a hash of the translation, but it's essentially a really nice little book about drawing, <laughs> measured drawing, um, sort of, you know, uh-huh. of that drawing. Mm-hmm. Um, and what I love about that is the way that it is linking this Um, almost vernacular tradition of architecture and sort of artisanship with this new theory of architecture that's coming. But it's not this very, very sort of pared down, almost prissy Italian take on it. It's this much sort of dirtier Northern European sort of British um, take. And so, yeah, and then but even the drawings are sort of slightly sort of cartoony, sort of mashups of the things you find in sort of Alberti and Solia Solio and other people. So um, how did you come across that for example? Because I you uh, know I would I, what I particularly love about it is I didn't suggest to you that you put it in the show but well, that came, it made it anyway. That
1: that that came from uh, that that was definitely a recommendation uh, from uh, Jonathan. Yeah Rare um, Books. R- yeah, who's the Rare Books curator who I mean I had a list and said this is this is what I think would, would be good. And then he was like, oh, you should also look at this and this and this. Um, and yeah, his suggestion was like, this is, you know, no one really knows this book, but it, but it's very important. It's very, very soon after um, Alberti, I think, which which is really surprising because it's, um, it, it shows, like, first how fast ideas are disseminated and also kind of how fast not exactly a critique, but alternative takes, uh, you know, kind
2: of begin to begin to appear in places that you wouldn't necessarily expect them. It's having enough expertise to ask the questions to get you started, and then, and then you start seeing things. And so, in a way, in terms of commissioning this kind of show, we didn't ask Sam just to come in and look at the collection. We just gave him perspective as the subject, because we had that in mind, and... In a way, it's those little sort of nudges. Mm-hmm. And the, I think the challenge always for us is how do you bring people in because you really want their external view, you, you want to bring in their way of seeing that you don't have yourselves, but how do you nudge them in the right directions um, whilst allowing them to be that external critique? Um, so, yeah, it's, I, but it's always iterative, and that's the, that's the fun. Because we've got you know, drawings
1: from across Four hundred years by very different people, you can see that that the quality of space within the frame of perspective actually alters you know kind of tremendously For, you know if you look at this Smithson space seems to kind of warp as various walls obey different perspective rules different, or yeah. no <laughs> rules whatsoever yeah. at certain points
2: know, yeah, I think I, I love the Smithson archive because. The Smithson family are sort of arguably the first family of architects that you can point at in England um, working in the early 17th century. And certainly their archive is the first architectural archive, so it's really British architectural archive. So it's the seed at the heart of our collection. And what this drawing shows is the design for a wing of a house um, from about 1600 1610. And what's Fascinating about it is that it is partly in perspective, but it's partly just a simple plane elevation. And so, for almost every single wall of this house that you're seeing, it's drawn in a different perspective. Um, so, it's completely chaotic, yet somehow it completely holds together at the same time. And what I think is wonderful about it is that I think here, sort of John Smithson is using perspective and he's almost deliberately playing with it. So, I he might still struggle to get it perfectly right, but here he's using it to be able to show what he wants to show. Um, so he can show pretty much every single thing that he's trying to express, and which he couldn't do in any other way. And so it's almost this completely unique take on perspective, and it's got nothing of the, the absolutely sort of, perf- sort of pinprick, perfect um, perspective of the Bibiani, for example, which is just an almost jewel-like thing. Um, and so, again, it's that slightly sort of northern European sort of make it work. Um, it tells you what it needs to tell you. So, yeah, it's sort of earthy and lovely.
1: Part of the intention of the show is to destabilise a kind of a singular reading of what perspective is because um, it it can produce so many different kinds of conditions at the same time within a, a set of rules, which I think is... is it, is interesting to understand because if you know if we are still within the same age of perspective stretching back to the renaissance if we still believe it which i think we do to a large extent even though you know despite cubism (laughs) despite all of the reasons we should we shouldn't we should no longer believe it we cannot i think we cannot help believe it because somehow our world is the same as the the the, you know the world of 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 florence
2: in the renaissance this is a persuasive nature of perspective isn't it that it sort of it sucks you in or sort of places you out but you're you can't approach it neutrally and you take it completely for granted so for me when i'm looking at the sort of ensemble of the drawings um that you've not only selected but then arranged Mm -hmm. what is wonderful about it is that normally looking at any one of those individually you take the perspective completely for granted, and you'd be look. We'd be looking at all sorts of other things: what is being depicted, and what's the style or the, the drawing technique. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas, what you see, if you're sort of almost if you unfocus, is the perspective. You see those geometric relationships, and it forces you to think about how those buildings and how those images are being constructed.
0: You've been listening to a Machine Books podcast produced on behalf of Drawing Matter. For news about more podcasts, go to drawingmatter.org or follow us on Twitter at Drawing